Find out the secrets to building your personal brand. Get control in your life by using leverage. Discover the power of outsourcing. The king of the no BS common sense approach to business. Welcome to Confessions of a Virtual Boss, hosted by the virtual boss himself, Michael Brody. You are listening to Confessions of a Virtual Boss podcast, episode number 15. Today, we're talking about what is a virtual boss. So let's get started. Hey everybody, Michael Brody here, the virtual boss. Welcome to Confessions of a Virtual Boss podcast. And today we're going to talk about what is a virtual boss. First of all, for all my new listeners, if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. Do appreciate it. The podcast is produced daily, Monday to Friday, and all of our podcasts with videos and other goodies can be found at www.michaelbrody.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at The Virtual Boss. All links are in the show notes. Now let's do what we do best and let's get into today's show. I'm sitting in the sun as I write this, this, uh, well, while I write a blog and I do this podcast, I'm kind of multitasking here. Not to brag or be that guy, you know the one who comes to the party, who everyone wants to avoid because he tells everyone how freaking great he is. I mean, have you came across a guy like this before, a woman like this, and they drive you insane? I really do, I don't like these people. But instead of all that, instead of the braggadicious... I want to share my experiences and I want to, you know, wherever you are in life right now, being a virtual boss and living life on your terms and controlling time, any of us can do this. Seriously, anybody can do this. So first question I have or first question I'm going to answer is, what is a virtual boss? Many people call it different things, but A virtual boss is someone who lives life on their terms, and a virtual boss can be summed up by the following. Virtual bosses live life in an empowering way. For example, they do what they want to do within the time they have on Earth. I mean, take me for example. I love deals. I love business. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. I love it. However, I also love having an hour a day in the sun. I go for a swim around midday most of the time. I also love doing water sports. And I, I, I like doing things that, you know, really enjoyable things. I vacation a lot. And people assume that you have to work 40 years, retire, and maybe do that for a couple of years after 40 years of a hard life. It's not the way. And let me say this. Virtual bosses don't do this in a selfish way, but they do it in a way that is not dictated to by pettiness and boredom of the monotony of a day. We just get rid of all that. Virtual bosses hire virtual assistants. Often the VAs or the virtual assistants are Filipinos. You know, most of you guys, if you've seen the previous shows, or you've read my stuff on michaelbrody.net, you know virtual assistants changed my life. The whole dynamics of how I operated, not just in my business, but in my personal life. It boosted my margins, it boosted the profitability, it gave me more time, and it increased productivity. So the customer was getting better value as well, because the service levels all went up. 
Virtual bosses, what else? They employ full-time virtual assistants so that they're non-location dependent. And don't get me wrong, you don't have to be, when I say non-location dependent, I don't mean you have to travel. Like, I, I go around the world. Sometimes I'll spend a few weeks in the Caribbean. Sometimes I'll, you know, at the moment I've been in the Philippines actually for around six or seven weeks myself. I've been doing some island hopping and I've got a home here as well. But what I'm saying is it, it's not about going around different locations, but it's about not being fixated to a location because work is dictating you to be. Virtual bosses are shrewd. We're shrewd. <laughs> because we, we, we create turnkey systems and we ensure our businesses are profitable without us having to do everyday tasks of the boring, monotonous stuff, data entry. I mean, data entry. I, oh I hate data entry. Do you like doing data entry? Does anybody like doing data entry? I mean, um, how many tasks are the admin? Oh, I'm falling asleep now, guys. Admin. Just the thought of admin makes me want to fall asleep. Do you have any comments on this? Let me know. Email me at michael at michaelbrody.net or tweet me at the virtual boss. Now, let's continue on with the show because the show must go on. I want to talk about a recent trip I had to Bahol. It's a little place in the Philippines, beautiful beach, uh, real nice islands. You can you can island hop, you can swim with the turtles, whale sharks. There's a whole load of things to do, and it was a, it was pretty cool. I've been before, um, and it was nice for five days. And I, okay, so that's how I would describe it. Wow would be the word, <laughs> like a slogan. Imagine the place was magical, and I I had a blast of a time. I did really enjoy it, and I caught up with some friends, and you know, paid for some family to come across, and it was, I enjoyed it, it was nice, but the main reason I became a virtual boss, and this non-location dependent entrepreneur, was because I wanted to be able to do these things, I wanted to be able to spend time with my partner, and do amazing things, not just for, you know, two weeks of the year, what, for a once a year vacation, but instead, whenever we decided we wanted to, I can do the podcast from anywhere in the world, I can write my blog from anywhere in the world. My businesses, all my staff are all home-based in the Philippines. I can communicate on Slack. I set tasks on Trello. And I've got Skype if we want to have a video call, for example. This isn't difficult. It's a turnkey system. It works. It works because I don't have to be sitting in an office somewhere to, you know, to pretend. And don't get me wrong. I'm not lazy by any means. Hell, I'm not lazy. You know, 17, when I had those retail shops, I was working my ass off. And what I'm getting at here is, but even in the retail businesses, through paranoia of fear, this is when I had the first shop, or the second shop even, when we got to the couple of shops, and I was so paranoid of, for example, thieving and thought that I had to be there to, to add the value. But of course I didn't. And I used to, you know, half the time I was getting in the way, the staff would be serving customers, staff would be stocking the shelves, the store manager would be in. Uh, You know, I was kind of just like a loose end that undermined the manager's job. And when I realized that and took myself out from the day-to-day side, focused more on the strategy and the, the, you know, on making sure that it worked, cutting costs here and there, boosting margins, then it was way better. So it wasn't lazy. It's just about maximizing what you're doing with your time. I, for example, only do tasks I ever enjoy doing. That This is my criteria. I either enjoy doing or I directly add 
value I directly add to the bottom line of the business. For example, if I have a keynote speech, often people ask me to do speeches or speak at events or, or guest speak because they need someone with a British accent. Or maybe they enjoy my stuff. Maybe they just, they, Mike, I like your story. I like how you do it. And it would be cool to have you at the event. <laughs> they don't usually ask like that. But what I'm saying here is I enjoy doing the keynote speaking. If I didn't enjoy it or if I didn't add value or if I didn't think I could contribute the value to the audience experience, I wouldn't do it. Simple as that. I'd go freaking, you know, I'd, I'd go have an extra week in the Caribbean or somewhere instead or <laughs> have a day, uh, you know, at a spa. For example, my day-to-day, it's 8 a.m., by the way, when I record this. I'm sitting on my balcony. It's nice, actually. We're looking at 29 degrees. <laughs> The only, the only downside is um, being British, we feel the heat. I mean, it's beautiful, but at times I, uh, I, need to, I need to swap it back to the UK. So when I come back to the UK several times of the year, I'll, I'll come back either to, to speak or I've got some business interests still in um, the north of England, so I come back there occasionally. Um, but and I love the cold. It's nice, it's just refreshing. I hate the cold when I'm in the UK, but when I'm away, sometimes it's nice for a few days. Um, it's always great for Christmas, especially. Anyway, I'll record this, th- and then after this, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to record a three or four minute video that I post to, to both YouTube and MichaelBrody.net about outsourcing our leverage. I'll then write a blog later today. In addition to that, my day also consists, this is my working day, by the way, I'll take 45 minutes to an hour to assign new tasks to my virtual team. I'll also speak to them on Slack live chat to check how everyone is. And also answer questions, and we'll Skype call maybe once a week, ten minutes, and just really chat about how the week's been, um, chat about what we've achieved. And remember, every day they post a Word document specifying the tasks they've completed, and I've listed the tasks on Trello. So we have a goal for the week, then we have specific tasks offshooting from the goal, and then each day they'll um, they'll send me an update on Word document that lists what's been achieved. Um, and also what they think they can add. I mean, I let a lot of creativity in my team. I have, you know, some of my team, my programmer, for example, at virtualstaff.ph, the outsourcing platform, He um, he's added a lot to that site that I myself haven't listed. For example, the star ratings, if you, if you view the virtual assistant profiles. So if you go to virtualstaff.ph, view resumes, you'll see the profiles of hundreds of, well, thousands of, Virtual Filipino virtual assistants. It was his idea to add the stars, so so employers like yourself could see the three main skills that each virtual assistant has on an overview. So when you're flicking down the page and you see all the different v- v- VAs, you can you can ha- it really highlights which ones are maybe um, important to you or which ones have the specific skills that you're looking for. So that wasn't my idea. That was my v- programmer's idea, my virtual programmer who is in the Philippines as well. So that's my working day. Other than that, I, I'll be going to the gym. I try to get it, you know, an hour, 45 minutes to an hour in, you know, do some weights or whatever. I have a swim early afternoon. Top up the tan because I'm getting bloody white at the moment. And then I go out to dinner with a friend, or tonight I am anyway, around, not every night, but tonight around seven o'clock. And here's the thing. Between me and my virtual team today, we're adding so much value to the business. We're heading towards the goals, 
And I'm doing everything I want to do. If I hated blogging, I'd, I'd just get a virtual assistant who's degree educated in the Philippines to do the blogs for me. Cost me four, five hundred a month, and I'll be writing like three, four blogs a day. Now, what I do instead, because I enjoy adding the personal value to the blogs, you know, I have a unique style. Have you gathered that yet? That maybe, you know, this eccentric style of a virtual boss. But I do it because I, I just, I, I'm myself, okay? And you'll get that from all my material, whether it's the shows, the, the videos, the blogs. But I hate the regurgitated crap. I hate it when people read a few. This is what happens to a lot of business people these days. And it really annoys me. They read half a dozen books, personal development books, and suddenly they just mimic the style. And it it, it irks me, actually, because it's just regurgitated crap and nobody's actually adding unique value. So hopefully I'm adding unique value and you're enjoying this experience. If you're not, of course, you can leave a negative comment <laughs> or you can hate mail me on Twitter <laughs> if you want to. Do you want to? Anyway, I this is how I do it. So with the blog. I loved writing the blogs, but I hate the research and the admin, as you know. So I have one of my virtual assistants do the research for me. They do the legwork for the blog, the theme, the key info, such as stats. Then I compile it and add the creativity and the personality to it. It saves me hours of research. It saves me from the tedious work that I hate doing. Like, when I say hate, I like I passionately hate. I pack it all in the day because I know only I can add the, those specific tasks and only I can add the value that needs adding to those blogs. But I can have somebody else do the legwork, build the blog up with the research, the stats, the data, then I add the creativity. What I don't do is any task I can hire a virtual assistant in the Philippines to do for me, unless I choose to. But I always have the choice. And every day of my life, I consciously choose what I do and what I don't do. And I can honestly say it's amazing. Most of you know, if you've read about you know on, about me on michaelbrody.net, that when I was Europe's you know largest shopping center's youngest retail CEO, when I launched Toy World, I often get offers from people asking me to join them on various projects, retail, important, often on a consultancy capacity, and I occasionally do. I recently got involved in a rather special project that involved, involved restructuring a business that it had revenue of 20 or 22 million. However, I only do things that I want to do. That's my point. I don't do anything I don't want to do. So my question is, if you want control in your life and you want to live the virtual boss lifestyle, and might I add that maybe you have family or kids and being non-location dependent is not essential to you. Many people, it's not. I mean, you just want to be in, the, in America or the UK. You don't want to go to the freaking Caribbean. You don't want to do all that. But how about this? How about being able to watch your kids grow up and be the parent who can attend the kids' football games or the school concerts or the school events or the parent who can tuck them in at night because they aren't bogged down with admin work and overwork? All I'm saying here, guys is and, and, and ladies, is we all have choices and virtual assistants, because of the low-cost, high-skill element, gave us Western entrepreneurs the best choices and the best opportunity we've had in our lifetime when it comes to living life on our terms. And that's the show. Wow. We've, you've managed to sit through a full podcast show with my Northern English accent. 
British accent. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Confessions of a Virtual Boss. The podcast, as I mentioned earlier, comes out daily. Tune in Monday and a Friday, and we will have at least a couple of brand new podcasts episodes for you. Questions. Do you have questions? If you do, email me at michaelbrody.net. Any question you want except a rude one. (laughs) Or you can tweet me at the virtual boss. All contact information is in the show notes. And until next time, take care and have a good one. This is Confessions of a Virtual Boss.